0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Abid Travel with Britton Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britton Frost. And wow, feels like forever since I've said that, and it kind of has been. I did take a little bit of a pause for the holidays, and there were some things going on before that. But now I am back. The reason that I was gone doesn't matter. We are here. We are into a new year from what seemed like simultaneously the longest and shortest year to me of all time. And I've heard other people say the same. But I think 2021 is definitely a year of a lot of positivity for us and i'm already feeling a weight off of my shoulders being into 2021 and i hope that everyone else is feeling that as well and i'm i'm so ready to get back on a cruise ship i've been ready but i know that this is the year that it will happen and i really cannot wait So today, you know, we won't talk too much about about 2020, about 2021. We all know the circumstances of the world, but let's let's get into what we're going to talk about today, which is millennials. I want to talk about my top choices for people my age. I'm kind of a Gen Z millennial cusp. I'm 25 years old. So I think that I have some good insights into this, but I'm definitely not on the older side of the millennial scale. Um. But I I think that it's really important to talk about millennials in cruising in particular because cruising is so often seen as something for older people. And I know that we do see kids that are going on cruises on spring break that are taking these really inexpensive cruises, booze cruises, things like that. And that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about vacations, vacations. That are going to be a little bit more substantial. I mean, I know that that a carnival cruise for $500 for a week is a great idea for some people. And it's what a lot of people want to do and they want to get out. And I think that that's great. And I think that that's a great introduction to cruising. But we also have these millennials who are young professionals who have uh, money that they want to spend for for nice vacations. So we're, we're going to start by talking about river cruises for millennials today, and then we'll talk about ocean cruises for millennials um, in an upcoming episode, likely next week. Um, but yeah, today we'll focus on river cruising. So river cruising in particular, I think, is one of those things where uh, you, you look at the demographics and you often think that it is for older people. And I think that that was the case for a long time. When I first started river cruising about 10 years ago, I was always the only young person on a ship. And unless I was traveling with someone who had also brought a child along, um, you know, in a group, but there were most of the time it was a lot of older people. Now as I've continued to river cruise as I've continued to travel, I'm seeing more young people, more people my age and quite frankly people even younger than I am. So uh, kids in their in their young teens, kids in their tweens, and even kids you know between like eight and 12. I don't think that I see very many kids younger than that, but as we mentioned, in our episode a couple of weeks ago about cruising with kids, river cruising with kids, there are lines that are geared toward more younger uh travelers. Anyway, I can link the podcast about traveling with children in the description. That's not what we're talking about today. As I said, we're talking about millennials. So millennials are generally for those of you who don't know because I think that we use the term millennials um to mean a lot of things. We talk about Gen Zers as millennials. We talk about people my age as millennials. But millennials now are getting into their 40s. Um, The millennial bracket kind of starts at 1981 and ends between 94 and 96. That's why I say I'm cuspy because there are so many uh, different takes on the millennial age range. Um, But yeah, that kind of sweet spot of people between 30 and 40 who are looking to River Cruise um, is what I want to talk about today. And I also think, you know, just keep this in the back of your mind as we talk about it, is that if you have clients who are older, who are looking to travel with their adult children, who, you know, kind of fall in between this range of 30 and 40, even 25 and 40, um, that these can be good things to pull from as well. Now, as I mentioned, if there are younger children, I will... I will link the podcast about traveling with kids because there are certain cruise companies that have programs dedicated to children, but that's not really what we're going to be focusing on today. So think about older people who might have adult kids that they want to travel with as well, because a lot of these um, two, well, really two of three of these companies that I'm going to talk about today, and even the third one are really good for multi-generational travel. And I will do a separate podcast on multi-gen travel as well. Um, But I want to talk specifically about millennials because I think that that is often a market that gets overlooked, especially when it comes to river cruising. So this might be an unfair kind of observation, but I think that when I think of millennials, when I think of travel, because I know what I like to do when I travel, I often think of active excursions because I do think that a lot of people that kind of fall in this age range that are younger than 40, and and of course, people that are older as well, like to be active and like to hike and like to bike ride and like to do things and go on walking tours because they are able to. So That is part of the reason why I've curated this list. But I also want to look at cruise companies that are a little bit more affordable than something um, that's a really high-end cruise, because when we're talking about young people, we're often talking about traveling on a budget as well. And of course, budget is different for everyone. Expensive is a relative term, as I've said before, but I think that it is important to look at maybe more cost effective or cost efficient um, cruises, especially when talking about younger professionals who might not have 10 grand, eight grand to drop on a short sailing. So today we're going to look at three companies uh, that I think are appropriate for millennials. And I'm going to just kind of give an overview of each company and then why I think that that is the case so first we're going to look at ama waterways and often when i talk about multi-gen often when i talk about traveling with kids and often when i talk about traveling with millennials or traveling people my age traveling i look to ama because ama waterways does tend to pull a little bit younger crowd than some of the other cruise companies that i've seen Um, Most of the time that I'm on board an AMA ship, there are children on board, but there are also younger people, 40s, 50s. And then, you know, quite a few times that I've traveled with AMA, I've traveled with people my age. And so I think that that alone is a good reason Uh, For AMA, is that you're going to be surrounded by travelers who are younger. And I do think that it is important to note, and I didn't do this at the beginning of the podcast, is that just because a river cruise that I'm suggesting is suitable for millennials does not mean that there are going to be exclusively young people on board or possibly that there are going to be any other young people on board. Um, There are cruise companies, obviously, that I think are more suitable, but that could still pull a lot older crowd. So you could be the only 35-year-old couple, 40-year-old couple on a cruise with 60, 70, 80-year-olds. And for me, that's not an issue as long as I can find things that I want to do on board. But I think that that is something to note is that if you're young and really looking to party and be with young people, that that might not happen, um, especially on a river cruise ship. So anyway, back to Ama. Ama is great because Ama offers an active excursion in almost every port, uh, whether it's a bike or a hike or uh, walking tours, there is something active to do. And I remember that I did a castle hike in one port and I was one of three people who did it. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast as well. There there was a 16-year-old child with me and his mother. And that hike really, as someone who hikes often, beat my butt a little bit. I was, um, it was pretty steep. And so I think that, you know, on a lot of active excursions on a lot of bike rides, you're looking at kind of maybe a slower pace, um, because there are older people, but these hikes you know, there's always an activity level rating. And so you're able to see how hard or easy something is going to be. This hike was rated strenuous, but I think that that was a good activity for someone who is my age, who likes to be outside and who wanted to be a little bit challenged. Um, And so that active excursion component alone is one of the reasons why I think that Ama is a good choice. Also Ama Waterways has a wellness host on board every one of its ships and on every one of its sailings. So those wellness hosts are going to lead yoga classes and um, workout classes and walks and things like that. And so that is, especially with yoga and things that are kind of on trend as far as exercise goes, that's definitely something that is going to appeal to a millennial, a certain millennial crowd. And so I think that those wellness hosts are an extreme asset for AMA as well. And then as far as AMA is concerned with price, AMA is a little bit more expensive than the other two cruise companies that we're gonna look at today, But I also think that Ama is fairly inclusive for the price. Um, And one thing that Ama does that's really special is that they include a complimentary cocktail hour before dinner. And so for people who are younger and maybe want a little bit more of a party vibe, if I want to call it that, um, there is that cocktail hour where you have complimentary beverages and can uh, use that time to indulge in some spirits if you wish before dinner. And then, you know, during dinner, you get free beer and wine. And so, you know, if you're looking to get a little bit lit for the evening, that's a good way to do it. I don't know how to say that in any other way than if you're looking to drink, they are very generous with um, serving alcohol on board. And then on a final note about active excursions, Amal Waterways also has a partnership with Backroads. So Backroads is an active tour company and there are active river cruises with Backroads. So for young people or I know that I keep saying young people, obviously I'm including older people in this as well, but specifically for young people who are looking to do a trip. That's going to be a little bit more active. That's going to be a little bit more strenuous than just the active excursions that AMA offers. There is an option uh, to do a back road sailing, which those can be, those are quite a bit more costly than just the AMA sailing on its own. But You'll do a bike ride or hike or something active in every port. And I recently did a webinar with Backroads, and I will link that in the description as well for those of you who want to know more about Backroads and what they offer. So the next cruise company that we're going to look at is Avalon Waterways. And like Ama, Avalon has really, really great active excursions. And they have this Avalon Choice program where they offer a classic, an active, and a discovery excursion in every port. And so because of that, there is really this option to do things that are engaging and fun and different. So you have that active component. I don't really need to go back into that because I covered a lot of why I think the active component is important um, in the Ama waterways spiel. but. With Avalon, they also have these discovery excursions, which I think are really cool. Um, one of them was to do a painting class and there are cooking classes and things like that. And so things that might be a little bit more hands-on for people who aren't interested in going in and learning history and going on a bus tour or a walking tour. Now, there are also those options as well with those classic excursions. But the discovery excursions, I think, provide something unique and different and really these hands-on learning experiences. And we did another webinar with Avalon a couple of weeks ago and Pam Hoffy who works at Avalon, was talking about a caving excursion that she did where you go- went into a cave and then did a wine tasting. And I think that things like that for younger people are something that are really unique and really interesting. And they're, they're great for Instagrammable moments. They're great for, you know, writing home and telling friends about and kind of i i know that with millennials of people my age it's all about social media presence i think posting a picture with a glass of wine in a cave would be a very good instagram photo avalon is also quite a bit less expensive than some of the luxury river cruise companies so while you're not looking at something that's necessarily a budget vacation you are looking at something that might be affordable for someone who is a young professional. And then like Ama, they include beer and wine at lunch and dinner. Uh, They include these excursions. And I think that Avalon offers a really good product for people who are really eager to do things that are hands on to get out and learn about cultures in a different and unique way. And so I think that Avalon is a really good choice because of that. And then also when we're talking about Instagrammable moments, Avalon has all of its beds and its cabins facing toward the windows. So you can see outside the river as it passes by. And this is something that is surprisingly unique to Avalon. Not a lot of other river cruise companies do this. They might do them in a couple of suites, but on Avalon, most of the beds face out. And so there you go. You have that Instagrammable or that Snapchat moment (laughs) to kind of curate a little bit of jealousy again with your followers. And I know that that seems ridiculous to think about, but that is a selling point for a lot of young people is like, what can I do? What is this vacation going to look like? And I think that, you know, being able to have a late night and then lie in bed and kind of watch as you're sailing is is definitely a selling point. And when we were talking to Avalon, they said that's a, one of the reasons that a lot of their clients and customers rebook is because of those beds. So I couldn't talk about Avalon without mentioning that. And then lastly, I want to talk about these active and discovery cruises that Avalon has because they're a little bit different than just the regular uh, Excursion, the regular itineraries with the active and discovery components. So these are actually cruises that are marketed as active and discovery to be able to do a little bit more of those discovery excursions or active excursions that I talked about, where you'll do things like going to culinary classes or even kayaking, painting, biking, things like that. And so you really have this perfect itinerary for people who want to get out and do things and learn and be really involved and hands-on and active. And so those are really, really great options for young travelers. Um, And those cruises are on the Rhine and the Danube and the Rhône. And I think that as far as something that I would like to do, those active and discovery cruises with people my age um, would definitely hit the top of the list for sure. And even just going back to multi-gen for a second, I know we said we wouldn't talk about it that much today it's a great option for multi-generational travel as well because you have those active excursions for maybe younger people who want to be active. You have those discovery excursions for younger people or older people that want to be hands-on and it allows different options for people that span different age groups. Uh, The last company that I want to talk about is You by Uniworld. And This cruise was actually marketed initially toward millennials specifically. And when the company started, there was an age cap that you could only book if you were a certain age. And that really hit that millennial box. Um, And it has since opened up a little bit, but there are still a lot of young travelers who go on these sailings. And a couple of years ago, Uh, you by Uniworld did a drag uh, drag queen themed cruise and a tattoo cruise. And so there are a lot of fun theme sailings that they did that kind of pulled out young travelers. And I remember I had just gotten off of a ship and I was sitting in an airport and I saw these two women who were in their thirties talking about river cruising to someone else. And the person said, well, I just always think of Old people and the commercials that I see are always old people. And they said, We thought so too. And then we went on this cruise, and I knew that they were going to say that it was on you. And it was. They said it was you by UniWorld. And I think that you really sticks out because you're getting not only this experience where you have excursions that are catered toward younger travelers, but because these ships were purpose built. For you by Uniworld, you have these really cool ships as well, where the outside of them are matte black and the inside are so visually different than what you're used to seeing on the river with neon signs and they're very modern, black and white and with pops of color. And so the ships themselves are something, speaking of Instagrammable, are very visually appealing toward for young people um they are a little bit more contemporary than even what i would call modern river boats and so i think that that alone is a selling point for a lot of people um and then one thing that makes these sailings really great as well is that the prices are pretty competitive with other cruise lines and if you look at uniworld's product um regular river cruise product you're looking at higher than average, um, for their river cruises. But these itineraries start around, start at 16, $1,700 per person, 1699 and go up to 28. Um, and that's kind of the lead ends. There are Two Rhine itineraries and two Danube itineraries, one lower Danube and one upper Danube. And then the itineraries on the Rhine, one from Brussels to Amsterdam and one from Amsterdam to Frankfurt. So these are also good options for first time river cruisers. As those of you who listened to my first podcasts know, Uh, The Rhine and the Danube are two of my suggestions for first-time river cruisers. And I'm actually looking at the You by Uniworld website right now, and they have a hashtag, hashtag travel for you And if you look at the pictures, they're all young people, all people in their 30s. So I think that that itself, just because it is marketed as such, is a great opportunity, a great opportunity suggestion for people who are younger travelers. And I have not had the pleasure, I will say, because I it looks so exciting to go on a U by Uniworld itinerary or ship. So I can't speak to the experience personally, but I do know that a lot of people are super happy with that product and um, that it's really, really suitable for young travelers. So of course, there are other river cruise companies. And I will say that I have been on river cruises and I am almost always happy. It doesn't matter if they're young people. It doesn't matter if they're active excursions. I like being on ships. I like being on rivers. I like going off. And, you know, a lot of the times I don't even join the group excursions when I'm traveling. I kind of use the river cruise as my floating hotel to take me from city to city. And I will meet up with friends in certain cities or go see things that I want to see. And there's always that option as well. So there are many cruise companies, and I think that a lot of them would still be suitable for millennials or for young people, but it just depends on what you want out of that experience. And these three companies really stick out to me as uh, being suitable for younger travelers. Um, So as I said, we will look at ocean cruises next time. Um, We talk about millennials, uh, but I wanted to talk about river today because I think that it's a lot harder to look at river cruise companies and kind of know what's suitable than it is to look at ocean cruise companies, because obviously a lot of ocean cruise companies have thought about younger people and really kind of added things on the ships that cater to, to younger travelers as well. So I hope that this was helpful for you all. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. Um, I want to ask you all, if you don't mind, to take a second to just subscribe to my podcast to make sure that you are caught up to date on all the episodes. You'll get notifications. And I just want to thank you all for listening. I hope you're having a happy new year so far. And first week of January has been pretty great for me. And uh, here's to looking forward to 2021. Bye everyone.